Hey, it's Rob and welcome to Success Unlocked, helping you to build a happier, more confident, fulfilled, motivated and truly successful life, whatever success means to you. Today, I am delighted to be joined by Sandy Joy Weston. She's been an entrepreneur for an entire life with health and wellness companies in Philadelphia for over 30 years. And in the last five years, she's been focusing on SJW Productions, a company whose main mission is to highlight all of the positives in the world. Isn't that something we need right now and help people come together to reach their individual and common goals. She does it through her podcasts, Let's Keep It Real and Positive Power Lady, her books like Train Your Head, Your Body Will Follow uh, and the 30-Day Reset Journal and her programs and workshops. Sandy's mission is basically to spread joy and positivity in the world and I was a guest on her podcast, Let's Keep It Real and following that awesome conversation, I knew that I wanted to have her join me here for Success Unlocked. Finally, she loves to cheer people up just by calling them, leaving a voicemail and singing a song with their name somewhere in it. How cool is that? That's definitely something that we all need more of in the world. Today, we're going to talk about her approach to life and how you can change your life in as little as one to three minutes a day. Now, you can't say that you don't have time to do that, right? There's no excuses left to be made there. If that all sounds good to you, then make sure you smash the subscribe button on the podcast. And if you're watching us on YouTube, then hit the like button too and the little notification bell so that you'll never miss out on a single episode of Success Unlocked because we're here every single week. Now, just before I speak to Sandy, I've got a really special invitation for you. I've literally just started a brand new, totally free Facebook community where we can hang out and talk about all things success. We'll talk about happiness and confidence, motivation, habits, goal setting, achievement, and becoming the perfect version of you. It's an ideal place to ask questions, help others, strike up amazing friendships, and make really big changes too. If you want to come and hang out, it's totally free. Just go to successunlocked.com forward slash group, and by the magic of the internet, that will automatically automatically forward you over to the Facebook group. All you need is a free Facebook account. So now let's start the show. This is Success Unlocked, where we uncover what it really takes to become the happiest, most confident, motivated, and truly fulfilled version of yourself with advice and inspiration to create your own extraordinary life. Whatever success means to you, it's waiting just around the corner. Yes, as ever, we are here. We are here every single week, sharing advice, ideas, and inspiration to help regular people, just like me and you, to create a truly extraordinary life. Now, Sandy, welcome to Success Unlocked. Oh my goodness, that was so fun listening about me. And did <laughs> I tell you that I sing to people? Because I don't remember telling you that. Where did you get that? That's like my favorite fact I've ever heard about anybody. There was that and talking to trees. <laughs> there were the two things that like really stood out. And I always like oh to close goodness. that off with a fun fact. I can't, I can't believe I told you that. And now I remember because it was so long ago, it seems that cat's out of the bag now, huh? That was a different year the last time we spoke. That was a, that was a different year. So how about it that? It was a different year. So totally different. let's dive in. I'm so excited that you're here. Uh, the first question, something I ask every single guest on the show and every mm-hmm. time we get a different answer. So I want to know, what does success mean to you? What is success in the world of Sandy Joy Weston? Uh, that's an easy one. It's the feeling of pure joy. And when I say pure joy, that's totally different to me than joy. It means it doesn't matter If I do a great interview, even though I want to have a number one bestseller and a great mom, great friend, it's that feeling I have inside that I can tap into whenever I want. And that brings me true power and 
pure joy, not forced joy. Awesome. I love that. Now you've had a life in the world of personal growth and self-improvement and business and tons of other stuff. I'm curious, what inspired you to start kind of researching and figuring out your approach, which is what we're going to talk about, but what inspired you to start figuring out your approach to personal development and this whole concept? My staff, my employees and my members of my health clubs kept saying to me, Sandy, your journey, please tell somebody, write it down. Can't you figure out a guidebook? Isn't there something you can do, you know, to give to others that we can just, you know, sort of, you know, use as a guide. It's not the only thing. And I said, I don't know. I'm not a writer. I'm not a writer, but I do love journaling and writing. So that was like, aha, maybe I can create a journal, a guidebook to get people's head in that positive space. And then I start going back and thinking about my life and everything I did to get out of what I call sticky wicked situations. And I realized, I, I mean, how could I not know this, but all along the things that empowered me to not see just what was right in front of me, but beyond, I used words. I always had a word of the day and I would put them everywhere. And I'd say, how am I gonna show up in the world? And I would use that one word, not complicated, it would be joy, power, unstoppable, fierce, just kind, calm. And that's the only thing I needed to tap into because I'm not a complicated person. I like to bring things down simple because I think people make a big hairy deal of things. So just keep it simple. It doesn't have to be complicated and painful. So I used words. The second thing is I called it scribble scrabble, which is I wrote everything, good, bad, or ugly. I just wrote everything, my feelings, what I wanted. I wrote everything. Third thing, I moved. I was a dance major, but I would just turn on music and move whenever like I felt out of sorts or things were getting crazy in the home and I would move. And then there was the fourth thing. And the fourth thing was I truly believed there was a higher power Somebody looking out for me. What do you want to call it? Universe, God, Buddha, doesn't matter to me. But I knew that I had, I don't know, as a kid, I thought I had five angels and they were always giggling and they were always watching out for me. So here I am, you know, a successful business person, not even thinking about that and then realizing, could I get others to use some of this, you know, to start their day? to trigger it and push the reset button. And then I went on the journey for six years of discovery. So cool. I love it. There's a couple of things to pull out of that. I think the first one is this idea of always working with what you've got. So people have said to you back in the day, oh, you need to write this down. You need to write this book. You need to share this with other people in the form of a book. And your immediate response was, well, I'm not a writer, but I can write. And I do like journaling, which is just a specific application of writing, right? So I think there's a really big thing there that applies, not just if somebody's thinking about writing a book, but like in anything in life, if they think, well, I can't currently do that. I can't do that yet. Mm. They can definitely pull out the stuff that they have got. They can definitely pull out the things they can do and use that to to take a step forward, to just have a go, to just plow something, Mm. plow forward with something. So I think that's cool. The second thing I want to really pull out of that 
is uh, this idea of uh, what you called scribble scrabble. Was that right? <laughs> scribble scribble. Yeah. Right. So just like write write stuff. <laughs> just let it pour out, and it doesn't matter. Like there are no bad ideas, and I think uh, if people took that approach, not just in in writing stuff down, but in meetings they go to, in in anything they're doing on first dates, like it doesn't really matter. That like you can just right. you've just got to be yourself. Just let stuff uh, go and see what happens. You can always like, especially when you're writing, you can always edit down later. Like that's what editors are for. Uh, and this is really cool. Now, with your approach to life, you've kind of researched it. You've met with, I mean, professors, psychologists, spiritual leaders, athletes, performers, <laughs> and just everyday people as well. Like, yeah. what would you say? That, now, what that tells me is that if, if you've done all of that digging, there's a lot of things that we all come, all of us have in common, right? All of those yes. different types of people, professors and spiritual leaders and normal yes. people and yes. everything. Uh, that uh, we all have things in common that typically hold us back from being happy or successful or fulfilled or like moving forward. So okay. what are some of the things you've noticed that somebody might look at these big celebrities or big successful people or people who seem like a million miles away and think, well, I'm nothing like them. What are some of the things we all have in common? Well, first of all, that's not true. You have a lot in common and you may even be happier than them. But here's the deal. Let's separate it out. Oh, I call them the powers to be, you know, all those amazing mentors, leaders, people I looked up to didn't realize they were all saying the same thing, but coming at it from a different angle. They, you know, whether it was, and they would fight and argue in good faith. And I never knew what half of them were saying, especially the neuroscientist, but just long words. Yeah. I mean, they, they're all, you know, pontificating, but great, amazing people. And I learned a lot. But what I was pulling from them is whatever they did, whether it was the sports medicine angle, the positive psychology angle, uh, sports nutrition, it didn't matter. It was all about getting into that powerful, positive mindset as much as they could, replacing, because we all have negative chatter. We all do. We all do. If we could just get to the 51%, we'd be awesome. So it's all about what you can do to stay more in that mindset. So once I got that from them, I thought, aha, well, I can make a journal, which will take one to three minutes a day, and it will get people to reset and trigger and think about their game plan, their goals, their actions, their motivations, what they really want in life, and what can bring them pure joy. And the thing is, when I went out and interviewed what I thought, people were exuding pure joy. Like you said, it was mom, dads, pops, successful people, CEOs, professional athletes, all walks of life. And I would interview them. And I would say to them, I'll give you a free membership to the gym if you let me interview you for two hours. I wanted to find out what there was in common, if there was anything in common. What was the secret sauce? And here's the deal. Number one. They didn't have that much guilt for what they did. They didn't beat themselves up. Yes, they had guilt, but it was minimal and they got over it. They really felt they were worthy of having a life filled with joy. They really felt, and I'm not saying because they were perfect, you know, because we are not perfect, but they really thought they had something to bring the world. And it's not because they, you know, were discovering a cure. They just really believed they were incredible people for whatever. They were great moms, great dad, didn't matter. They had that sense of worthiness and they were okay with not being perfect and screwing up and failing and failing a lot and not caring what people thought of them. Huge. The other, which is 
that takes a longer process to teach people. But the other thing, and they all did it, and this is what I wanted to be a part of, every single one of them did something every single morning to get themselves in that positive space. It didn't matter if it was a few minutes or two hours. It didn't matter if they meditated, worked out, baked muffins, played music, wrote in their journal. It was something to get them in that focused head. It could have just been making lists of what they were going to do. So that's where I came up with, okay, well, I can do that. I can get something that everyone can do because what we have in common is we're going to start our day before our feet hit the floor and decide how we're going to show up in the world. Really, how really we're cool. going? Yeah. I love that. That's awesome. Uh, there's there's so much to pull out of that. Um, I think this concept of guilt is an interesting one. A lot of people, uh, they never give themselves the permission to get to where they want to be in life. like, uh, And therefore, they never even reach the point of having guilt. That's like guilt in advance. That's like feeling bad <laughs> about a thing. So bad about this, this, this like successful vision of what you might be if you get to where you want in your career or your business or your relationships or your finances that like it's drummed into you from somewhere. Uh, external forces probably that you are going to that you're going to feel guilty when you get there and you never give yourself permission to like to to just to just grow and to just be where you want to be so i think that's super cool I know one of the things that you have is this kind of lifelong habit where in life you might hear somebody or somebody might say no, uh, but you hear that as a yes. So I want you to talk to me more about how you do that and what does that do for you? Because that sounds like a good habit. It's a great habit, right? Because so many times well-meaning people, well-meaning, will tell you all the reasons why something is impossible. And some of it may not be coming from a good place, right? But most times they're coming from their own life, right? And what they've experienced and they're trying to protect you. So when they say you can't do this, well, I don't know if that's possible. You have to beware of who you're speaking with, right? When I want to be encouraged, I know who to dial up because I know they're in that headspace, And I know the other people, they're going to say, well, you know, I always say what you're saying to me when I hear no is not right now. That's the first thing that pops in my head. Not right now. And I got trained at a very young age to think that way. It was like I had to survive by thinking there was a possibility out there. And also, as I moved forward, I was in corporate sales. I mean, I did 100 calls a day and I was hearing you know, 95 times. No. Do you know what I mean? And so I had to train myself to go, okay, maybe not now, maybe not now, maybe not. And so it's little by little of training myself to hear, okay, you're saying not now, or you're not the right person, or that's not the right angle, or maybe that's not the right strategy. Do you know what I mean? Because if I listen to everyone, not that it's bad, I would have never went to college, I would have never started my own business. I would have never opened my own health club. I never would have wrote a book because I heard all the reasons of, you know, you're never going to make it as a mom and pop health club business. Your book is never going to get picked up, which it took like a year and a half. So I just kept thinking wrong, different strategy or not now. Different strategy. If you are passionate about it, that's the big thing. You want to make sure it's not somebody else's dream for you. Your spouse, your friend, your mom, your dad, society, social media, that's a big thing. If you feel that drive in you because you really want it, then just hear 
not that way, maybe that way. Great. And you can politely thank somebody for their input and move on, I guess. You just say, I really appreciate it. I really appreciate, you know, your time. And it gives me something to think about. And maybe I'm going to change the way I'm doing something. Or maybe I'm going to change my strategy. Because it doesn't mean your goal or your benchmark is not something to be met. That's what your brain tells you. It goes right away. See, see, you didn't meet it. Da, da, da. People said, no, no, no. That just means, okay, not the right time, not the right angle, not the right place. Right. So I let go of when, you know, I know it's going to happen. I just don't know when. Yeah. And that makes sense. Life isn't that cut and dry. It's not that yes and no, and that's right and wrong. Like there isn't like you're wrong and other people are right or you're right and other people are wrong. Like Mm-mm. there's going to be things when they just say, when you say, when they say no and you say, yes, I'm going to do this. That's not that you're right and they're wrong or vice versa. It's just that maybe they've seen something down the road you haven't seen. And, and when you get there, you'll figure that out. But they were prepared preparing you to not have to meet that thing yes. in the first place i think when yes. you accept life like that you realize that maybe it, well a naysayers may not have such a negative um like meaning as, as it sounds um correct and it allows you to keep going one of the other things i've heard you talk about is this idea of reconnecting you to you every day now we, i want to talk about how we do that in a second um but first of all for people who've not come across that me included uh what do you mean by that how do you like people might people this will help might not even know that they're disconnected they might not need to know that they they might not yet know that they need to reconnect that's what i was trying to say well so you hear all the time people out there saying mindfulness right that's a big term right now be mindful be present be aware of where you are here's the deal many of us keep busy doing things that are positive they could be doing you know working, entertaining, inspiring, helping people, always have music on, always have the TV on because they don't want to be alone with themselves. It's important to spend time. doesn't mean you have to meditate. It just means being aware of your thoughts, spending time, just relax. It could be listening to music in the background, but you just want to be aware of the thoughts that are in your head and not ignore them because they're all okay. They're all okay. So they're not always going to be positive. Heck no, that's not the way the brain functions. There's a lot of thoughts in there that don't serve you well. But I say when it doesn't have to be you just sit there and meditate like this. You could be walking around, relaxing, outside taking a hike, dancing, tune in to what's going on there. And if the thoughts in your head aren't serving you well, say, it's okay. I'm feeling anxious right now. That's okay. Take a deep breath in for maybe a minute. Say, it's all right. But now, how do I want to feel? What can I do? What do I need right now to make me feel good? Do I want to feel calm? Do I want to feel peace? If you're really anxious and fearful, you don't want to go from there to say, woohoo, I'm jubilee and excited. But a step above to say, oh, I would love to feel calm. So what can I do right now to feel calm? Maybe it is petting your cat, your dog, taking a walk, listening to music. I think people are so afraid to be with them, their thoughts because they're like, oh my gosh, I think that. I'm jealous, I'm angry, I'm frustrated, hatred. Hello, you're a human being. You want to be okay with those thoughts, but you don't want to call give it legs. You don't want to justify those thoughts. You don't want to say, oh, I'm feeling anxious because of this, this, and this, and yes, Hello, look at what's going on in the world. You just 
don't want to tie it to making what I say, blaming others, making excuses. You just want to say, this is how I'm feeling and I own it and it's okay. That's it. It's okay. But take a deep breath in, in four counts, out four counts, relax yourself, see where your body is, do a body check. And then, like I said, ask, how do you want to feel? And what do I need right now? Because it's not all the same thing. When people say, this is what you do to be mindful. This is what you do to be present. Pish, 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 pish. Because it's all so different. Everyone is an individual. And also what you need right now is going to be different maybe than what you need tomorrow. Totally. That's so cool. You know, I think lots of people struggle to get into that space where they can do that like reconnection because, well, for two reasons. One, they're just too busy. Like there's so much going on. But do you know what? In the last... um, in the last couple of weeks, uh, I'm in the midst of this, at the time of recording this, I'm in the midst of this ridiculous 75-day challenge that I'm doing, which is like a fitness, health, and all sorts of other thing uh, called 75 Hard, different story. Uh, and basically, as part of that, it's forced me to take time out of my every day in order to go for, for example, you've got to do a workout, it's got to be outside. My choice of workout outside is just to go for a run, which is fun because we've got snow right now. Um, and so going for a run has literally given me time every day, every afternoon, where I'm literally on my own. I'm going to go and do it shortly after this. And uh, being out there on my own, I put my uh, my earbuds in, listen to some music. But apart from the sound, which like music just disappears into the the back of your mind, your thoughts are like up front and center. And so I think um, the first thing is people need to just take the time to do it. That's quite hard. Secondly, like you said, people are frightened of what's going to happen when they're alone with their thoughts. And yeah. so if you take that approach that Sandy's just given you, I think that's really going to help in terms of being able to actually do this and keep it positive. I'm loving this conversation. I want to keep it going. So within that, then you've already mentioned a couple of things. Let's talk about a couple of the other things that people can do if they want to reconnect you to you or them to them. Okay. Well, I'm glad you said that because while you were talking about people not having time, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to tell tell this. Okay. It doesn't have to take a lot of time. We get so, so wrapped up in it's got to be hard. It's got to be painful. You know, I have to be suffering, you know, even with working out. <laughs> Funny story. My friend for 30 years who I tried to get to dance. She's like, no, I don't dance. I don't dance. I'm into hardcore workouts and I need to really sweat. I'm like, dancing is a great work at the Pentagon. She comes over about a month ago and she's like, look at me. I'm in such great shape. I'm like, yeah, you look great. What'd you do? She's like, I'm dancing. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, I didn't realize it could be so fun. I'm like, okay. So that's someone I've known for 30 years and realizes, okay, it can be fun. But for some reason, that doesn't mean doing push-ups and burpees and all that isn't fun. That's a, It just depends on your personality. Like I love doing kettlebells and hardcore workouts with dance, but it doesn't have to be painful. Just get that out of your head. Next thing is, it's just how about a minute every hour? So what I tell people is set an alarm on your phone, wherever you want to do it. And every hour, remind yourself to breathe and be with you. Meaning just relax, stand up. I would stand up, but my head would cut off. Stretch, move. If you can, I always tell people, if you can, go outside just for a minute. Go outside, breathe, chill, stretch around. Just one minute. So you can't tell me because no matter how busy you are, first of all, you'll be less busy if you do this. Because when you clear your head and you chill and you relax, you end up 
you know, not needing to spin your wheel so much because you're more in that positive headset. It's a fallacy to think, I got to work, I got to work. My, my shoulders are crushed and I'm frustrated about it. Oh my gosh, I got to work. That's ridiculous. You will be more productive and get more done and serve your, whether it's your employer, your, your employees, your clients, way more in that state of mind. So just taking that minute will make a huge difference. Now, the other thing is, it's okay to have music if it's background. But if you're singing to the music and getting into the music, then you're not spending time with you. You're not just relaxing because guess what, people? The thoughts are there. You might try to block them out with wine, a little bit of, you know, marijuana. Nothing wrong with all that. You know, it's good in time or some people take medication or they work. Even even stuff that serves you well, like working out just to keep busy. And believe me, I know that because... I don't want to think about that. I don't want to think about that. But they don't go away and they build up and they build up. So it's better just to say, hey, it's okay. And feel it. Like if you're feeling anxious, just let your body feel it and then breathe through it just for a minute. How about every, you know what I mean? Just just every hour for one minute. If you can get three minutes in there, hallelujah. It doesn't take long. Yes, it's great. If you already have a meditation practice, and some of my friends do, and they do it for 20 minutes every morning uh, or 40 minutes, whatever it is, that's awesome. But that's not for everyone. You know, just taking that one minute is massive. Now, the reason I get such pushback on this, Rob, is because people think it's so freaking easy. Like everything I do is not complicated. Writing in a journal for a minute, three minutes is not complicated. Moving, I tell people just to move for five minutes isn't complicated. If you already have your workout routine, great. But just move for five minutes. Get up and go down the stairs. So I have to actually bribe people and say, listen, I will reward you if you just do this for 30 days. I'm telling you, I'll make a big difference. You know, just the little things you do every day. I love that. Really, really cool. As we start to come towards the end, then if people want to spend like a really good way to spend one, two or three minutes of your day for all of this stuff is journaling with your journal, particularly, but with journaling generally. Um, So for somebody who's never journaled before, they've probably heard of the concept and they, they understand it sort of. What would you say are like your kind of big two quick takeaways to, to be able to make journaling more effective, more successful for you, have a better impact? Okay, so there's two types of journal. The one that I was talking about, the scribble, scrabble, or brain drain, that's is whenever you're having thoughts in your head, just write them down to get it out. Just write. Doesn't, no one has to see it. It's just to clear your head and see it there. The second one is your game plan, and that's setting benchmarks or goals. And all you have to do is think of the acronym GAME. Goal, a goal that you really, really, really want to reach, not somebody else, right? And then A is for action, the action you're willing to take and think about it because make sure you're willing to take the action to get that goal you want. If you want to run a marathon, are you really willing to do the work? And it's only for 30 days. So if you haven't moved in a year, okay, no judgment. Just put down, I'm going to move five minutes a day. If you move more, kumbaya, cool beans. M is motivation. That's going to get you out of bed in the morning. What am I doing this for? What is motivating it? Is I'm single? Did I just get divorced? Do I want to be healthy? Do I want to be able to chase my kids around? Why do you want to get in your jeans? Let's call it like it is. Be honest with your motivation and ease the energy level on a scale of one to 10. How much energy are you willing to put in? 
if you're eight to 10, five, just be honest with yourself and look at that every day. This is my game plan. And then create a power statement that's going to keep you in that mindset. So for me right now, because I'm doing a lot of different deals, I have on my desk everywhere, bring it on, bring it on. Or you could say, I eat and move to feed my body and soul. I love working out three days a week. Whatever that statement is, some people call it an affirmation that really ignites your spirit. I love it. As we come to the end of this, then I've got a big question to put you on the spot here, Sandy. What would you say is the best piece of personal development advice you've been given from somebody else? And who was that person? That was Ed Snyder, who was the owner of the Flyers and the Sixers. And he said to me, tune it out, Sandy. Just tune it out and never let them see you sweat. Meaning all the naysayers, all the people that doubt you, tune it out and just go inside and ignite your spirit. Nobody can stop you if you ignite your spirit. Hear everything else as white noise because that's not your journey. This is your journey. I don't care if 100 people failed that is not your journey. So cool. Awesome. Sandy, if people want to find out more about you and your books and your work and your workshops and everything else that you do, tell us, where can we go and find out more? Well, I'm on every social media platform, Sandy Joy Weston and my website, sandyjoyweston.com. Easy peasy. I'd love for you to join me. I like being social right now because it's the only way I can reach people on social media. I love that. If you want to check it out with full notes of this episode and links to all of the websites and resources mentioned, as well as the link to my episode on Sandy's podcast, Let's Keep It Real, just head over to successunlock.com forward slash Sandy. That's where you'll find all of that stuff. Sandy, thank you so much for joining us. This has been awesome. Thank you so much. I really had fun. It was cool beans. I don't even know where to start. How awesome was that? I mean, being able to find the joy in every day, in every situation, in everything that you're doing in one to three minutes a day. And of course, you could spend one to three minutes a day doing journaling and one to three minutes a day doing something else and one to three minutes a day reconnecting with yourself. This is an episode to go back and listen through again, because we went in a few different directions to try and get as much variety into the conversation as possible. And there are so many big takeaways that I know you can you can take and apply. And there are like hidden lessons within the lessons even that you can apply to your life as well. So thank you so much to Sandy for joining us. This is awesome. Now, finally, before you go, if you've enjoyed this episode, and I know you have, then make sure to leave a review on your favorite podcast player. Or if you're watching us on YouTube right now, then drop a comment down below with your biggest takeaways. A nice review or a comment like that really helps go a long way to helping more people get the benefit of this content. Now, just before you go, like I said, make sure you subscribe because I'm back here every single week with a brand new content-packed episode just like this one. Sometimes it's just me. Sometimes I've got an amazing guest like Sandy. I know you've got a busy uh, life and I would hate for you to miss out on it. So smash the subscribe button either on YouTube or on your favorite podcast player and I'll see you in the same time same place next week at Success Unlocked You've been listening to Success Unlocked Don't forget to stop by at successunlocked.com for full notes and resources from this and every other episode Then subscribe so that you don't miss out on anything